are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, hey, hey. Happy hump day. What's good with ya? Girl, these children about to be back at school, girl. That's what's good. Time for a celebration. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. How's your week going? My week is going pretty good. It's been a pretty productive week. Like, no lie, I've gotten a lot done, which is good. Um, the latter part of my week is going to be even busier, but I'm not mad at it because I've gotten a lot accomplished. So it's been pretty good. How about you? It has been a super productive week for me. Okay. Lots and lots of stuff done. Lots of stuff coming down the pipeline with the breakdown. If you okay. haven't Girl, subscribed. Listen. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, and is, and is. If y'all have not subscribed, mm-hmm. y'all gonna really miss something. That part? Go on here, subscribe. You, y'all, y'all really want to do that because there's some stuff coming down the pipeline. Mm-hmm. Um, But just a really, really productive week at work. I ain't gonna say so much around the house, trying to get these kids together and get them up out of here. But other than that, everything has been going good. I can't complain about anything. Okay, okay, okay. That's good. Um, what's tea though? What what's been going on? Girl, Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. is what's going on, honey. Um, supposedly one of her publicists, a publicist that quote unquote quit. Mm-hmm. Um, aired all of her business out, child. Like all of her business. They were saying that the woman owed one hundred and seventy-three million dollars in back taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, they were saying that the, her ex-convict, rapist husband, um, beats on her. <laughs> they was talking about um the the men they said she got a tape with ross and um it, it, drake and wayne or something maybe drake drake and wayne i don't know because she may have been with ross. you never know mm. it was so much like so much and i was i was like wow and you know she got on and she did the very 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 convincing sagittarius act <laughs> um laughing and crying fake crying and laughing and and stuff and i was like i don't know nikki mm-hmm. um you know she was saying she when she got on her live she was saying that you'd have to be dumb to believe in all those rumors how much money would i have to make to owe 173 million and then you know they were saying that was over the course of her career and i'm like mm-hmm. nikki it's not un- impossible it, it's not it's, it's not. not impossible Mm-hmm. Um, and then with the things that go on in the industry, I was like, Nikki, I don't know, girl, because the girl seemed really, really specific mm-hmm. in all the things that, that she was saying. Yeah. You know what I Very. mean? Mm-hmm. Like she was really specific in some details. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, girl, what did you think about that? I was like, Whoa. um, I did see it. I saw. I initially saw Nikki's response to the allegations, and you know, her saying it wasn't true and all the things. And I mean, I, I what else? What I expected her to come out and say that. I do think it's kind of interesting how specific and how detailed the information was that was leaked or that the uh, assistant came out with. Um, 
I think, you know, where there's fire, there's smoke. So there's likely some truth to what's being, what's coming out. Some, some you know, um, in some degree. That's what I said. I was like, because you have to think about how people make up lies. And not to say that that's impossible for somebody to lie on her, but it would be things that you wouldn't even think about remembering or mentioning in like all the people that Nikki has been associated with. That seemed a little, I was like, I don't know. Hmm. Interesting stuff. Interesting. I did see where the person whose picture was used as the assistant came out and said she's never been her assistant and somebody used her picture, um, you know, for um, with malicious intent and yada, yada, yada. But um, you have to think about it. If it, this information really did come from someone close to her, of course, they signed an NDA. So they might be saying they're an assistant, but it could be anyone that she burned bridges with. That is absolutely, absolutely true. Absolutely true. But um, somebody had to act actually be in the camp. You know, there was uh, talks of payola. And let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Do you think it is time for Nikki to retire from rap music? And is there an expiration date on our top female <laughs> celebrities? Um, I think that there... <sighs> Well, you know, when we think about male rappers, they rap forever. Uh, you know, Hove is 50 and they talk, there's talk of people believe that he may be coming out with the project. Um, I think that Nicki I'm not going to lie. Uh -huh. I don't want to hear another Jay-Z album, honey. I'm, I love Jay-Z. I'm a fan. I, I'm a Jay-Z fan. I wouldn't mind it. But I, like, I just want him to go sit down. It's because I feel like it's a time. Go ahead. I'm sorry. The black album was like, oh my baby, listen. That what more can I say? Like I used to bump that so hard. Like yeah. So um, I'm aging myself, but like I wouldn't be mad at a J album. I can't even lie. I wouldn't be mad at all whatsoever. It would probably take me back. But um, that's surprising. <laughs> <laughs> that is really really and truly really you know surprising. what let me while you say that okay i'm gonna be honest so i'm more of an r&b girl but my ex like diehard jay-z fan like we didn't went to multiple jay-z concerts like if jay-z was coming to chicago we was going so he was a diehard jay-z fan so in, you know by proxy I became a fan and started being like, dang, okay, I, I, I really dig his music. There were some other artists, like he was really into Jeezy and all that type of stuff. And I could take or leave Jeezy, but I really liked Jay-Z. So do you think your partner influences your music choice and like, um, you know, like your style, the way you speak, do they have a heavy influence on you? In certain aspects, um, because Curlin and I, Curlin is like old, old old school hip hop, like but like real hip hop, quote unquote, right? I am more so. I'm an R and B girl for sure, but Curlin gets into some of the R and B too because he actually used to be a DJ and he was the Quiet Storm DJ. Okay. So I could play okay. my R and B and you know. Okay. Uh, okay. That's surprising. Girl, Curlin's full of surprises. Saying, "Listen." Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, we can sit around and listen to certain things together. But then Curlin goes like, uh, Curlin's a Wu-Tang fan, oh. Jay Dilla, um, Tribe Called Quest. Oh, and, you okay. know, okay, yeah. you got hip hop and then you have, like, rap. 
know right, what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's like not really the mainstream artist. He's exactly. more like came from the underground like type of music. Okay. I got exactly. you. Exactly. So yeah. it's like if I'm listening to rap, you know, I'm going to throw on some trap in a minute, honey. I'm whipping Oh, up. you listen I'm to whipping... rap music? Listen, honey, really? I, I, I be cooking okay. dope in the kitchen, honey. <laughs> I'm slinging that. Yay. <laughs> Baby, you know what that made me think of? That video is a TikTok, and they, he'd be like, um, people be asking, his coworkers be asking him, like, can you know, add him on Facebook? And he'd be like, I'm dang near a drug dealer outside of. Right. Listen, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't kill both people. <laughs> baby, you can't even Listen. walk with me outside of work. Let's keep it in these four walls. That's it. Right. That's baby, I'm, mm-mm, no. <laughs> honey, you get real, real, uh, like, hold up. Yeah. Hold up. Okay. <laughs> Don't don't come too close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get you some space, honey. I don't need y'all up in my business. Mm-hmm. And and knowing what I do, but you know, <laughs> so it, it it I think he does have somewhat of an influence mm-hmm. because um, you know, when I got him the drum machine and he was starting to put together his album, it was uh you know, a really, really interesting experience because mm-hmm. it was like actually kind of seeing what goes into a lot of it so yeah i think they do have some influence they do have some influence um but hey mr curlin (laughs) um let me shout out some of these people in the chat honey Mm -hmm. shout out to d mac the truck a big truck excuse me sweet truck (laughs) demetrius djr lewis Kanye. what's going on friend hey y'all skizzy 215 g-t-e-n-t um who else we got up in here pushing p where you been at honey Mike M, what's up? Mm -hmm. Eugene still in this building. Hey, family, family. But um, and then he was making like uh, he he does do trap. Blaze, really? Yeah, Kurt wanna do some trap. Like he's got some new stuff coming that I'm so excited about. Okay, but yeah, girl, like so, you know, I be in the stu- I be in the yo, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go, Lord have mercy, stop! I be in the yo, girl. Oh you know? my God, <laughs> make it stop, Lord have mercy, baby. Uh, uh-uh. I'm too old to be in the yo, but um, at least you got the yo in your crib. You don't, you don't gotta go far. Girl, you know, that's a little listen. different. They ain't about to have him out there smoking blunts and chipping lean and shit. They, all no. kinds of stuff happen in the yo. Like, the, you know, it's lots Strippers of strippers and stuff. I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I've actually hung out at the yo a couple times. I have Honey. to. My cousin um, dated and had a kid by um, somebody that used to that rap in um atlanta so we would be going when i first moved down here baby i was in my 20s and she'd be like come with me to the studio and i'm like okay it was like boring attack <laughs> like i hated it listen i hated girl. it like, what time we leave and she like wait till he lay down this track <laughs> like, no. about four five o'clock in the morning yeah, every time girl i would fall asleep i would end up dozing off i was horrible in the studio like the worst person because you ain't supposed to be dozing off in the studio oh, too much stuff be happening up in there girl that part because i would be up like i yeah <laughs> listen mm-hmm. you know they was really about their life and <laughs> ass wanting to be fast and be outside and and be child dangerous put yourself in all types of danger for nothing Absolutely. you want you want to hang out in the trap mm-hmm. i call it i call it the yoda trap too <laughs> it basically is at this point 
trap talk tv um <laughs> I, I do have something else that i wanted to bring to the forefront that we really didn't talk about last show but we were kind of on the topic and that was neo and crystal so um crystal who is neo's current wife made this long post on social media about how she was done dealing with him that for eight years she's held him down while he's cheated and been doing all type of dirt and you know um just kind of breaking her trust and she's tired of pretending and it's over she said it's over now this came what six four six four to six months after they had renewed their vows they renewed their vows sometime this year which coincidentally happened after monietta neo's baby mama his ex um got married they had they had like a six-figure um ceremony to renew their vows so um i find it very interesting that you know now all of a sudden a few months later she like she done with him and um, a lot of people that I'm seeing on social media are saying they ain't cutting her no slack, like are not empathizing with her at all whatsoever for a multitude of reasons. They said she used to troll Monietta, that she was, you know, be doing like very cool things when her and Neo first got together. There was even belief that she was dealing with him because she was a stripper. She's a former stripper, I believe. I I'm pretty sure. Um, I and I'll check into that. But um mm. When her and Neo first got together, they believed that him and Magneto were still dealing with each other. And, you know, like Neo already left a sour taste in a lot of people's mouth because he talked Magneto into getting her tubes tied, then went on to dump her and marry Crystal and have three kids by her. And I wanted to know what your thoughts are. Well, it looks like she got the same black man. Mm -hmm. um, same one. She's the same, preference, though. The, the same black man. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. With Red Neo. Bone. I, <laughs> yellow bonus That part. But he's still going to do what he do. Yeah. Um. I... <sighs> Neo has never really been one of my favorites. And I think it's because he had like too many series of like photos that looked a little they looked, <laughs> they looked extra fruity, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. extra like, mm. but yeah. with uh, Crystal, honey, I didn't feel anything for Crystal. And then I'm like, how much, how realistic are you being? if you are dealing with a man in the industry mm -hmm. and you're not able to be around that man 24 7 365 especially if that man is traveling and he's doing tours um the way when, how aggressive women are these days to get what they want especially to get to these celebrities mm -hmm. i almost think that they have like um I, I think they have high expectations from from certain type, you know, from industry men. Yeah. If you get with somebody that is in one of those professions that's visible, I wouldn't expect him to. I wouldn't expect him to be faithful. I, I you know, and, and and don't get me wrong, you know, they'll say, well, you know, he signed up for that, and you know, he should. Do yeah, and I'm like, um. I don't necessarily now, girl. The pick oh. me, the pick me stuff is about to be real. Uh oh, girl, they about to call me all kind of memes and mm. stuff now. But listen, 
it's like if you're dealing with that type of man and that man has all these chicks so you know coming around they sneaking in hotels they sneaking on the back of the butt they try jets whatever and then you are around entourages who also have these women hanging around I just don't think it's realistic for them to be single. I, I think yeah. some men, especially if they get in the industry and they are in love, they could be in love with their women, right? Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think that guys get into relationships with the intention on cheating. I, I do think, you know, um, at points they'll put themselves in situations to where, you know, they don't have to, but you know, I think it's a thing that it's not, it's hard to avoid. Know first off when somebody is in the industry and like literally they are wealthy um and they settle down i oftentimes think like why didn't you just have an arrangement with the person that you settled down with if you wanted to continue doing your business but i personally think that crystal feels as though she's fine enough to where he was that was gonna curtail any of his um nonsense and it clearly didn't she probably held herself in, you know, a high regard and felt like I'm fine. You know, maybe Moneta couldn't get him to quit cheating, but baby, this me, you know, and you know, because Moneta's brown skin, isn't she? Yeah, Moneta's brown skin. And, you know, she she's a nice looking dark skinned girl. But you know how mo people would probably um, would probably rate Crystal higher, of course. You know, she has a nice little body and yeah, people would probably rate her higher. Yep. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, I, I, I don't feel bad for Crystal. And then if Crystal was dealing with Neo while Neo was married, then how you got him is how you lose him, girl. And it is what it is. You, she'll be fine. You know, uh, shake it off, sis. <laughs> you didn't got, she didn't had a couple babies for him. She'll be fine. And she's probably getting yeah. ready to take Neo to the cleaners mm. unless he had his paper. Up. Exactly. If he had his paperwork in order, but the way sis was talking, the she's way already sis was making talking, videos talking about F Ninja free, baby. <laughs> listen, and then when you're making that type of video, you know, you getting ready to take you a nigga to the baby. Bank. Listen, between that and she like the summer ain't over yet. I'm about to get out in these streets, baby. I'm single and she ain't going to be single for long. She read baby. They one day somebody, um, you know, baby, I mean, not baby mama. Cause well, I, I don't know if one of their kids was born before they were married or not, but nonetheless, whether or not she has multiple children and is a single mom, um, I don't think she'll have a problem finding another man. She probably won't have. No, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think yeah. when those women are closely associated with that industry and mm -hmm. if they, she has to get somewhere and sit down for a minute and she should get somewhere and sit down for a minute. But um, when women get on there talking about they ethnic free and they about to be on these streets and they about to do that, it, it's kind of like a whole call, like, uh-uh. You know, like yeah. she's trying to drop the thing. Oh, honey. And then it's mm -hmm. like, um, go go get some therapy and heal, sis. You're not F nigga free. You right. still have to deal with him. You still have to you still have his children. But um hopefully she won't weaponize his children against him and hopefully they can come to an amicable uh departure or uncoupling. Yeah. Uncoupling. That's the word I'm like. Uncoupling. That's um, hopefully um 
Yeah, hopefully, but I, I, I don't foresee her. Like, Crystal, it has very hot girl energy. Like, I don't foresee her, even with her and Neo, like, they would, um, she would post videos of them online and she'd be kind of like twerking on him. Like, she's very, like, fun girl, hot girl. Like, I don't see her slowing down. Yeah, probably yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Sean. He says, FNF is a bird call. <laughs> Crystal now, is out in these streets. Th that part. Now, I just seen something. I don't know how true it is. It's on a blog, but they're saying that Neo's side chick is coming out and saying she's pregnant. Mm, mm -mm. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, and they, it's that she was um, was a stripper. So, and they're saying she's um, saying that she's pregnant by him. Mm. Oh, she's pregnant by him. Yeah. Mm. After the news broke, she also posted uh, something on Instagram regarding her being pregnant. Wow. Interesting, baby. This is about to wow. get messy, messy. But the one thing about Crystal, she ain't the type that you really gonna silence. So she gonna be spilling tea on social media. So I'll girl, be spill it, girl. Dresses <laughs> for sure. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Mr. Curlin. He says, "Did y'all hear about Blueface whapping and tapping in there?" Yep, that was the next thing I had, baby. Him and Krishan, Lord have mercy. The man told her he would give her a hundred thousand dollars to go away. What'd she say? I ain't going nowhere. You I ain't never leaving you, daddy. You gonna have to call a psych ward. She said, "Cause I ain't going nowhere." And I am telling Listen, you, I am telling you though. I, you know, their situation is more for like the younger crowd, but of course they're posted on the blogs because they always have so much mess going on. Right. And aside from that, like I, 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 I feel bad for her. I cannot lie. When I see that girl, like something in my spirit is like it, it's it's um it feels really so bad for her. Like I feel a deep level of empathy for her. Like dang, this girl needs some help, and she don't even realize it, but. To see that, I think what happened was she allegedly was messaging a corrections officer and um, Blueface saw in her phone that she was messaging a correction officer, despite the fact that she constantly professes her undying love for him, got his neck, tapped his face tattooed <laughs> on her neck, be wearing a Bluetooth in her mouth with his face on it. Like, I mean, just absolutely crazy about this man and he come to find out all along she texts in someone else allegedly so he outed her and he was trying to get her to to leave and telling her he don't want nothing else to do with her calling her whores and yada 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 and uh, i don't know where they were if they were in a club they were outside they got into an altercation and to be completely honest i saw a lot of women saying he was wrong he was wrong but she multiple times and he and like even the guy who was i think it was the guy who was filming it was saying you know telling her to chill and she wouldn't and no. rolling around on the they got to rolling around on the ground and yeah it was pretty messy um what are your thoughts about all this child um keep your hands to yourself keep mm. your hands to mm -hmm. yourself if you don't want to get hit don't hit nobody um ladies 
you know, we're not in a day and age where guys are going to be like, oh, I'm just going to gently restrain her and let her punch on me because she's so little. Guys are actually, you know, I was listening to a Ramil stream and I'm like, you know, I honestly don't think you have to uh, end up in a domestic situation. I feel like if a woman is displaying those traits, though, um, being that they got the fighting out in public like that, to me, that wasn't the first time. It's not the last time. He ain't done with her and she ain't done with him. Um, but with them displaying those type of traits, she knew she could do that shit and get away with it. And when you end up in situations like that, that's that toxic or, or whatever, it just tells me it's a lot of underlying issues on both ends, both ends um, that need to be resolved. They both need therapy. He has low self-esteem issues. Um, mm -hmm. It seems like he suffers from abandonment issues as yeah. well. Mommy uh, issues. Yeah. Yes. And then imagine being in your early 20s and they're putting the responsibility they want you to be the uh the soft patriarch that's the that's the because you 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 female led but they're telling you you're in charge because you have the money and right. you got basically chicks telling you uh your mama and your sisters got you coming and going and doing whatever but mm -hmm. you he really needed some uh some male leadership and i'm right. actually kind of looking crazy because i'm like where is her father her the mother thing, i saw her mother but yeah, like, i was like mother. where is her father she has to come from like a very broken home there is no way in the world this is a young woman who has dealt with a lot of trauma the insecurities that she have run so deep for her to be like they have trauma bonded and it is absolutely unreal i don't know i don't know what it's going to take to break that bond but what i can say is they are um you know kind of barking up a dangerous tree because now the lapd are looking into and investigating their altercation you do all this stuff your public figure is being put online you already know the police is coming. They investigating it to see if charges will be um, filed or will be brought against either party. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. and it it should, you know, definitely to get them some separation. But I'm I'm really like, where's her dad? Like, where where is? And it, it's almost like nobody has control. And those twenties, mm -hmm. those early twenties, is like a terrible age to be if you oh. don't have any guidance and you're out I'm there just buck wild. Like, I'm scared yeah. for her. Yeah, you should be. The we thing should is, be. I do believe, I'm scared for her on many reasons. People were comparing her to Left Eye. I can see her doing something crazy. I can see her acting erratic. I can see her not thinking and doing something absolutely crazy because that's how far gone she is. But in addition, when we talk about people were saying, you know, he shouldn't have done this and that, despite the fact that she kept hitting him. Like this is a woman, a girl, who, a young girl who part of her reputation is the fact that she throw hands. Like literally mm -hmm. she is not a victim. You see her hitting this man, punching him. And, you know, you want him to continue to take the high road. Both of them probably likely were drinking, but that's, you know, I'm not excusing anyone's behavior. Girl nah honey that's cocaine behavior right there yeah you know what you're right you're right i was trying to be i was trying to be nice baby you're trying to be cute with it no baby that's that that's that coke lean, some something child that's that perk yeah God, don't that, perks make you sleepy is. i don't know child well, that's that cocaine something. though mm -hmm. it's something mm-hmm
Um, shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, I do not understand why people cheat. When you cheat, you are taking big risks, i.e. STDs, pregnancy, etc. Then have to tr- have to figure out lies to tell. Um, but Eugene, you know, um, I, I just think with him being in that industry, that's, it's damn near inevitable. You know what I'm saying? I, I would be surprised if a man didn't cheat before I'd be surprised that he did in that industry. Uh, and, and maybe that's just me, but yeah, I, like, yeah. I don't have any faith in any of the men in the industry. Mm-hmm. I like none. So I, I kind of have that expectation. To be completely honest, some time ago, um, some years back, I heard that they get down together too. Crystal oh, I could believe know. that. But, so, uh, you know, if she was in that life, you know, yeah. she's a stripper. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, she caught the big fish, honey. She was trying to do anything to keep that big fish. For so, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shout out to Dane C. He says, Hey, C. Rose and SG, Crystal, Tyrese's ex wife, Kim Kardashian, and Brittany Renner is gonna form the new female RB group called For the Streets. Um, oh <laughs> girl, but speaking of Tyrese, mm-hmm. his crying ass. <laughs> Then came out and it was like he ain't have no business dating no twenty five year old, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it took you this long to figure that shit out. Like, mm-hmm. what's going on? What do you think about that? I saw that he said that um, he was saying, you know, talking about his girlfriend's concern about him going back to his ex and this, that, and the other. Uh, um. Maybe, you know, the woman he was with, he felt like that she wasn't mature enough for him. But that's kind of hard to believe because he does. He seems like he lacks maturity himself. Um, I think he got some issues. But, um, yeah, I found it interesting for him to say that. And, um, you know, maybe he maybe there's some truth in it when it comes to him. He feels like an older woman or a woman that's closer to his age is more appropriate for him to date and that he'll have a more successful relationship with someone a little bit older. That's facts. Do you think the men in this space will follow suit? Hell no. Maybe listen, (laughs) hide your young adults because (laughs) I don't see it. Let me ask you a question. If your daughter walked in with somebody your age, your daughter's now at the age that they are now. Mm -hmm. If they walked in with somebody your age, how would you, would, how would you take that? They can't walk in my house with somebody. Why? Because I, it's it's a couple times it's a couple categories that that my daughters better just you know move in silence with because I just would not find it acceptable. Girl, Mister John got a a, a social security check and get pension. Why why you don't want him? Why you don't want them to date Mister John? Uh uh-uh. uh, Mister John. They can date Mister John in twenty years because the age gap. Once their reasoning is fully developed, I would say even by the time my daughters are in their thirties, if they decided to date someone you know older, I wouldn't be as in yeah in their thirties. Why would you like in their thirties? Come because on, because right now my daughters still require lots of guidance, lots of support, and you know they aren't. 
they haven't shown that, you know, they're ready for those types of relationships with somebody that would be much older because Girl, they're, they're Mr. John has guidance because no, that's Mr. the problem. Mr. John would be able to manipulate them. And I, I you're, you're calling it manipulation, but it's yeah. guidance. No, I'm and, calling it manipulation. And Mr. John guidance got that him. check. Mr. John is willing to take care of him. He <laughs> it ain't like they gonna have All to money be. ain't good money. Let Mr. John Ooh. keep his social security over there where he at. I'm glad that my daughters are like still of the mindset that that's gross. <laughs> like, ooh, uh-uh. like my, my daughters get offended when an older man hits on them. Like my, my oldest daughter, um, she, you know, that's happened before and she, she takes offense to it. Like great offense too. Oh wait, she'd be mad. Yeah. So. Well, that's a good sign. Yeah, thankfully. That's a really good sign. Mm -hmm. Um, Because Mr. John wasn't trying to do nothing but help out, honey. And uh... (laughs) Mr. John better get his behind on. Don't help my child. Go help somebody. There's some other kids in need that need your help. (laughs) Concrete said, go help the children in Africa. (laughs) Hey, go on. (laughs) Mine don't need no help, sir. Mine's have um, all the help that they need. From mom, dad, stepdad, they good. Uncles, uh, all type of things. Yeah, I, um, if Solomon was in his 20s and I found out like some chick that was like my, well, I'm an old mom anyway, so I, mm-hmm. I hope to God, but, but you know, I think, uh, kids, his age or something, how would you yeah, feel? Yeah, I, um, it's a no for me. Yeah. And yeah, I probably beat sis up. See, that's how I would feel. I'd be Mr. John up. I'd be Mr. John up. Where my sock at? I better take his old behind on somewhere. Uh uh. Don't come up over here. Yeah, I probably would beat sis up like, nah, sis. Nah, sis. Nah, sis. Uh, You didn't didn't curse out all of me at your age Mm because you was mad and you, you. you know, you evil. No, sis, you, you try to get in your own pool, honey. Mm-hmm. Um, let my child have his young adult life and be free and happy mm-hmm. as opposed to being worried, you know. Mm-mm. So I, I personally, I would, it, it would be a no for me. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was something else <laughs> I had, child. Did um, you see? Well, oh, go ahead. Did you see Swim Thick? Um, I have. I've seen the videos circulate and I've seen the still shots, people with their commentary about it. Yes, I have. What was your thought process on it? My thought process was ill, COVID, monkeypox. Like oh. they all they seem to be on top of one another in this little bitty overcrowded pool. It looked hot, sweaty, funky. Like it smelled like a, a, a BV fest up in there. Like I just, why why, what? <laughs> what? Did, are you saying that because the girls was big? Like well that too, but like it just everybody was on top of one another. The space was too small for the amount of people they had in there. It looked very hot, sweaty, and not. Like it looked a, like a pool party. I mean, yeah, it looked like a pool. Absolutely, it looked like a pool party, but an overcrowded one. It didn't look enticing. Like oh, I want to go there next year. Like no. So what did you think about the commentary surrounding it? I mean, most of the commentary was talking about how big the women were and that they ain't thick. That ain't what you call thick. They fat, they sloppy, they obese and da, 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 da. So, um, I mean, yeah, there were a lot of big girls from what I could see. 
um, that were attending, I, I felt like the men had the right to make their observation if they didn't find that to be something that they would be, you know, find desirable. The thing is, those type of things like a swim fest, the pictures, the video, all that is going to be marketing. You want pictures taken from a good angle. Like people, even in the clubs in Atlanta and stuff, they have um, photographers that they hire that go around and take photos and photos of the baddies are the photos that they're going to post. Those are the photos that they're going to share and put on their, their social media pages and stuff. Cause they want to entice men or men that look like something like they got money. They ain't taking the pictures of you your local bums like it, it you know it's all about marketing yes um now i was watching obsidians uh last night and somebody said that it was like a fetish party basically mm. and i thought about that and i'm like okay it didn't look like men were having the worst time ever or that they didn't want to be there um it looked like the men were having a good time. And I was like, I bet the food was off the chain. Um, I, you know, I, the thing is though, like I ain't even gonna pretend like black men like big girls. Like that ain't, it ain't even, it don't have to be a fetish party. Like let's not act like, you know, probably over half the men in the space date big girls or heavier or what would be considered obese because it, it is a thing. Like, I don't even like, I don't think that it was so many women that they were super BBWs, like the ones that, that you, that have a, a porn um, category specifically designated for them. They were overweight women, but they're the same type of women you see, you know, wherever you go in, in a lot of places, there were an abundance of them, but black men, listen, they probably went home with somebody. All facts. Mm -hmm. All facts. Um, DJ Knopf, I don't even know why you over here tripping talking about nigga. You would have been the first one to hook up with one of them big girls. Cause you, mm -hmm. you hey man, kick clouds. Tell me what I hate that chick. Kick clouds would be would been uh, in them cheeks. all up on all up in their bosom. <laughs> in them cheeks. Listen. He would have loved it, baby. Listen, she would have fried him some chicken. Look, he would have loved it. Matter of fact, with me tell universe it, he should have been the first one there. <laughs> I thought about him too. He should have got him a ticket to a swim fest instead of going over there overseas. Facts. He would have still, you know, he'd have still, the, the stuff would have started paying for itself if he'd have stayed over here. But he Listen. stayed he having to send um, Guadalupe uh, $10 a month. You know. <laughs> he got to put minutes on her, her phone for her to speak to him. Listen. Her track phone. When you could have been with Big Keisha, you could have been with Big Keish. Eating Talking good. about what's your WhatsApp? <laughs> you know it you know it uh shout out to andrew wilkins he says rose ain't no black chicks avoiding the vid and the pox they uh, stay at pool parties uh, and doing orgies on oh, only fans or at boosting's house andrew oh like they do i mean it's always a party at boosie house a pool party lots of people i mean like nobody with mask on skin all out probably you know if they got monkey pox it's gonna be so it's gonna like that's why it's spreading so quick in atlanta it's like super spreader because no one is taking precaution everybody half naked people like i watched a video of a guy who had monkey pox who um, was out at a restaurant showing the blisters on his arm. Like, sir, why are you out at a restaurant sitting in that booth? He was at a restaurant? At a restaurant. I was so annoyed with somebody. And your fool behind sitting with him and this man got monkeypox? Girl. She ain't care about catching it. I guess not. 
that just made me itch because I was yeah. I had saw this uh these nurses on social media mm -hmm. and the nurses was like they ain't want to deal with patients with monkeypox they yep. said hell the doctors don't even want to deal with patients with monkeypox yep very true and it, you know y'all get y'all water get y'all some canned goods mm. get your weapons um get you a generator and and just wait for it because it, it's definitely gonna go down at some point mm -hmm. i feel like we're about to end up back on lockdown for the winter um yeah it'll be good for business though. i, I ain't gonna be tell mad, my but... husband we living in our last days he like get the heck out of here with that but baby sure. listen i saw something and they were saying how they're about to i think is it mastercard about to make it to where like they like you can look into something and pay just by like they're gonna take a snapshot of your pupil i'm like listen mm, we i'm just waiting for the yeah. market <laughs> we living in our last days. We are definitely, definitely our great -grandma living used to in tell our last that. days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's kind of scary because you're starting to see a lot of things come into fruition. Mm -hmm. Um, we as a people are more and more violent toward each other. It's like the human race hates each other. Um, oh, yeah. you don't get to get a chance to see like a lot of love expressed toward each other. And, oh, we it's, need to go back to the seventies, baby, because yes. no love. Talking about it's not even deadly. Y'all freaking out over something ugly. First of all, it's painful. It looks disgusting. It leaves marks all over your body. Who want the itchies and the heebie-jeebies blistering and busting all up? Like, I no, no, sir. I pass. I pass. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, shout out to Dancy again. He says, swim thick. Show how bastard dies. <laughs> the word oh, has wow. become. <laughs> The word thick that's been for a long time baby everybody thick i mean from, from wrong? 160 <laughs> pounds all the way up to 400 pounds baby that's, I mean, that's but y'all but, but black men was the ones that started thick oh she mm -hmm. thick oh she thick mm -hmm. oh she thick but do you hear black men say that about um super obese women i ain't never Nobody probably saying it to them uh, yeah yeah um because they still having sex they still uh you know they still doing what they do yeah but uh i had ran into a post mm -hmm. where this woman was super duper duper upset and she was like they don't want us because we big and imagine us holding black men down we done wiped they ass no. they done sucked on our titties we didn't had their children. We was there for the BLM marches. We was there for Trayvon and George <laughs> Floyd. And this is the thanks we get for y'all to get y'all raggedy asses on this internet and disrespect us. This is the thanks we get. And I'm sitting there and I'm reading, I'm listening to her and I felt bad for her. I really did. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying, I was saying to myself, I was like, there is a certain point where we all cross the threshold when you know you getting big right i feel mm -hmm. like there are times where you're going through things in life you sitting there and you you coping with food and mm -hmm. food has become you you can be an emotional eater or you know just eating because you that's what you do right. and you start to get big and i feel like there's a certain point at the threshold where you just become like done and you don't do anything with yourself mm -hmm. and you don't 
work out and you don't exercise and you don't care to. And then that shit gets out of control. And then you want to turn around and point the finger at everybody else but you because people don't see you as attractive as they would see a lot of women that are in shape. Women are that are in shape to me, and this is mm-hmm. my personal opinion, but I think society agrees. Women in shape are going to be the preferences for most men. Not all, but most. Yeah, for sure. If they and, have to, absolutely. Um, and you know, I compared it. I was like, you know, we don't like short guys. A lot of us don't want want the short man. And I was like, the difference is, you know, the men, men can't control their height, but women can control their weight. But, you know, like I said, you have to make a decision to take care of you and you can't get mad if nobody, if, if you're not the preference. And you, if, especially if you know what the preference is, mm-hmm. can't get mad at that. Um, so. Yeah, I don't believe in shaming people for their preference. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, sis, they don't owe you nothing. I mean, you did what you did. And I'm one of those people that I don't do things for others um, expecting a payback because right. I fed black men from my bosom, because I held them down, because I fight, because I march, because I stand for black you know, men, whenever, you know, something goes down because I'm an advocate for black men. I'm not like, oh, okay, they got to date me despite the fact that they're not physically attracted to me. I think that that's foolish and it's a shaming tactic and it's very ass backwards. It was so many women in the comments agreeing with her and it was just, it was, it was cringy Mm -hmm. um, at best to watch. I'm like, you know, and not to say that they, you know, just because they're big, they can't, no, that's not true. But if you, the day and age that we're in, it's almost like you can't do anything without people filming you and exploiting it. Um, With the swim thick party, which I've heard has been happening for years, Mm -hmm. years on, you know, like a couple, like maybe about four years, it's been happening um people didn't exploit it like that do you think that the exploitation of that is uh the kevin samuels effect um that's a good question i think that i think that the fact that the type of women that were seen there um for most people don't fit the definition of thick i do think that part of the reason that it garnered as much attention is because there were a bunch of women who don't fit the definition of thick. And there are these men, black men who are now, you know, highlighting that um, black women weighed and black women not being fit and black women not being in shape is one of the leading reasons as to why black men no longer find them desirable. So I do think that there is a correlation yeah yeah um i was thinking about that i was like ooh, Mm -hmm. because at one point if they were able to have those parties for four and five years three and four years and nobody has said anything um i think when you put stuff like thick in and like you know you're having like a swim thick party um i would assume that thick would be big like big big um because if it was a regular party you know everybody just show up and it's hard to relegate mm-hmm. that body type and you know y'all know the body type like the regular thick body type it's hard to you know just have a bunch of women like but that when around, you but. use that term i think it's supposed to entice men when you when with a man think oh thick like it's a bunch of thick 
thick baddies going to be there. I'm showing up or I want to see, you know, I don't think like, I mean, if, if you, if the intent, first of all, it was, uh, they, they can't control who necessarily attended. They didn't like go out and find just big, big girls to attend. I'm sure they would have been happy to have women that were more fit or more, um, fitting the, the the recognized standard of thickness to, to come and to show up. But I think that um, they probably were hoping for that, of course. But, you know, the women who consider themselves thick, despite the fact that society may not, are the ones who bought into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was interesting nonetheless, because I was like, uh... Mm-hmm. Ooh, she thick, but they was like, "Oh, she fat, she fat, she fat." Huh? <laughs> and, and I, but I, I just, I was like, um, <laughs> there was this big guy on Obsidian, and was like, you know, women don't glorify big men like that, and I, I thought that was interesting. Look at Jerome Whiteside. Um. Look well, no, there is well not to the same degree, but there are women who like they like teddy bears. Like there are women in like this whole like it's big ninja season. It's it's about to be winter. Get you a big dude and women that like like teddy bears. Like personally, I don't like skinny men um, at all. Like I personally don't like skinny men, but um, that's not to say like your a requirement is for you to be a bigger guy. But I like men who have broad shoulders and that typically comes with men who are bigger in size um so uh, there is a you know group of women who who prefer like the big teddy bears but definitely not a fetishization like men have for thick women yeah yeah uh jerome i'm glad to see you back darling uh it's not dry over here it was was, it's dry on your channel jerome where you been Mm. (laughs) But I'm trying to think. There was something else that I had really brief that I wanted to mention. It was in reference to, um, oh, Will Smith. I saw that Will Smith, Hmm. which should lead us right into the title. So I did see that Will Smith um, came out and apologized to Chris Rock. Um, He um, talked about how sorry he was, apologized to Chris Rock's mother and to Tony Rock and said that he reached out to Chris Rock and Chris Rock had not yet or said that he wasn't ready to talk and that, you know, he, how embarrassed he is of what he did and, um, you know, how he's taken time the last couple months to reflect and the entire interview or the entire time he was speaking, um, you know, he seemed very teary eyed and very sad, very solemn mood. And I couldn't help but think, wow, wouldn't this have been a perfect opportunity for Jada to at least sit by her husband, to sit there, to hold his hand, to let, you know, let him know he's not alone? Because she came out early on and said, what he did was wrong. I don't support that. But, and you know, this man is literally looking like he's on the brink of tears. That he, This is probably the worst thing to happen to him in his career. And, you know, he looks like he's visibly upset and he has no support. And I don't know if she was there behind the camera or whatever, but there is no way that I could personally be in the room with my husband 
and him be going through something and being emotional and having an emotional response and me not go sit by him, not embrace him. I don't care if that means we got to take a break. We got to cut. I want him to know I'm here for you, baby. You ain't in this alone. I'm going to come for him, tell him how much I love him and how much I got his back. But we didn't see any of that. And I think I personally felt like it would have been nice because that was the first thing that I like. That was the one thing that I walked away thinking like something was missing and that something was somebody there to comfort him, his family. I felt like he, he, it should have been like, okay, you know, we're standing with dad, with my husband, whatever. And I just feel like it didn't probably is not going to, and he did say Jada didn't tell him to do it and da, 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 da. But I feel like this isn't going to help with the backlash that Jada has received because yet again, it's showing that in a time of need, she wasn't there for him. At Girl, least Jada told that man, that nigga was nigga, you on your own. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad for Will. I was like, dang. You like, still talking like about that. you feel bad for Will. I, I don't feel bad for Will oh, at yeah, all. If I was Chris Rock, I would tell Will to go eat a penis, a giant one. Get mm-hmm. the hell away from me. You embarrassed me on national television for something that has happened uh, for decades with the Grammys, excuse me, with the Oscars. They talk about celebrities. They make fun of celebrities. Nobody takes it that deep. Will, you felt some type of way. You got your ignorant ass up there and then slapped a taste out of Chris Rock mouth. If I was Chris Rock, no, no, dog, nah, nah. Um, Yeah, I'm not not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I got you. I'm just saying. absolutely felt like you know what he did was wrong because i'm not talking about even the situation i'm just simply meaning in that moment i felt bad for him that he no one was there to comfort him i i and even then it's it's the it's hard for me to feel bad for him even in that situation because it was something that didn't have to happen and that was something that you was willful about it took you a a whole next didn't he apologize for it like the next day not even in the same day so he meant that shit um you getting your ignorant ass on here and crying and kind of uh you've been reflecting now Nah, dog, and the type of shit that Will Smith and Jada have been preaching about, especially with having red table talk. Nah, I'm not buying into any of it. Yeah, um, we're having two different discussions, though, because I'm not even talking about and or addressing that. You're I'm talking about the concrete. About concrete. You're talking about people being there for Will Smith because he's sitting there apologizing. Right. No, his wife tying into really regarding why black men likely don't trust women. I'm not talking about his actions, what he did or anything like that. I'm simply highlighting Jada being that she was the woman that I used in the thumbnail and why some men have a mistrust for women. Because when I.E. Will Smith stood up to protect her honor, which we all know and agree that he was absolutely wrong. Um, even then, she give him her tail to kiss. I I could tie it into that. Mm-hmm. I can tie it into that. And I, I get I get where you're going with it. Um, so if that happened with you and your husband, you and your husband, he did something that you did not agree with. He acted out. He did something that you felt was egregious. And he goes on to publicly apologize. Maybe it was something at work or whatever. 
would you stand with him even though you completely vehemently disagree with his actions i would stand with him because that's the person that i i chose to right we we we, we did vows you know we took vows in front of god mm-hmm. um if that's my husband yeah i'm gonna stand by my husband um at least in the public eye to show a united front mm-hmm. i've kind of feel like jada has left him out to dry um jada has an assortment an assortment of issues that kind of makes me look at will smith like i you know it, it's interesting so are we are we are we headed into the topic yeah yeah okay. yeah um it it kind of makes me look at will like will is also complicit in some of the things um it, it and it's interesting when it comes down to trust in that aspect because if you're a couple and this man did do something to defend your honor mm-hmm. and you sitting around like you don't know what happened or you ain't got shit to do with it or you don't want no parts of it um or if he embarrassed you or did whatever, that's still your husband. That is still somebody you took. Bad marriage for life. Ain't that what y'all said? Yeah. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so I'm like, stand on that. If that's what it is, stand on that. But um, Jada, you know, the relationship with August, with August coming public, the fact that Will Smith hasn't had anybody come public out loud, or at least it hasn't made it to mainstream to get on there and blast Will and say, you know, me and Will been having this affair and this is what we doing for her to not even have her hoes in check, um, says a lot. And then for Will Smith to still be sitting around dealing with it. It looks very witchcrafty. It looks very um, soul tie-ish. It looks uh, toxic. It's a lot of trauma going on in that house. It's a lot of traumatic shit going on in that house that I just don't feel like nobody's really dealing with. And then I'm sitting there looking, I'm like, y'all got a show called Table Talk where y'all dive off into the quote unquote deeper issues but look at you and this man and look how you're handling this man in front of the world to see. And I think that does bring about a good argument for like, damn, I did all this for you and bitch, you won't even sit here and hold a camera and, and, and wipe right. a tear for it. You, right. you ain't bring me a cup of Kool-Aid or nothing, bitch. Exactly. No, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was just. Interesting thing is, like, I saw someone, and that someone was Kid Cloud's ace, and he, um, he was saying that you know Will is a man that he doesn't need comforting, and I disagree with that. I think that that's what we're taught, and I know that Kid Cloud's is uh, West Indian, and really and truly, you're taught that men don't need to be comforted, and that is a misnomer. Um, we hear women complain all the time about men having um, low emotional intelligence and, you know, not being able to tap into their feelings and yada, yada, yada. And I think that we don't foster an environment for men to be able to tap into their feelings. They're always looked upon as weak when they do show feelings and emotion. In addition, they don't receive the support from their loved ones when they show feelings and emotions. So I disagree with that point. I think that, you know, there are a myriad of reasons that we can look at as to why black men likely don't trust black women. And I want to examine some of those reasons and, you know, verify if they have a valid reason for, you know, if they have a valid reason for the mistrust. 
Um, I think that is a really, really good example because I have talked to men and men said that they refuse to be vulnerable in front of women because, um, I want to say I had a discussion, um, with some guys and they were telling me that women lose lose a certain type of respect for a man when a man is too vulnerable in front of them and they you know i was like i don't think that's true and i you know i argued it down because i'm like if that's supposed to be your man and your man is going through something i do feel like it is your job as your as this woman to support him in that but they said that the women generally lose respect or they lose some type of passion for them because they see the man crying or they uh, will take the man on as being mm. weak. And men, another reason is men feel like if they are vulnerable to women, women generally will exploit that shit as soon as they get a chance to. So, he he went through some stuff. He was crying. He was feeling some type of way. She may have helped him out in that situation. Soon as they get into an argument, you bitch ass nigga. That's why you was crying the other day. Um, when you did da 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 da, and it's like, how do we expect men to be vulnerable in one breath, and then? We're abusive to them when they are vulnerable. Mm -hmm. We exploit that. I think that is a very good reason to explore the weaponization of uh, male vulnerability when a man is vulnerable and, um, you know, women throw it up in their face like that. It To me, that is a prime reason that I wouldn't trust if I'm vulnerable to you, if I'm pouring my heart out to you, if I'm allowing you to see me at my weakest and my weakest of moments and you throw that up in my face and you use that to berate me and to say that I'm less than, you know, less of a man, if I were a man, of course, it, um, and, and do that, um, the trust is forever broken. Like, yeah. and we know that this is a common thing that happens in a lot of black dysfunctional, toxic relationships. And men are well aware of that, which henceforth, why a lot of men likely aren't going to open up. Like Kit Cloud said, why do that? And she just going to throw it up in your face. But at the same token, at the same token, um, it's still... A lot of the things kind of come down to shit happened in these uh, men's childhood um, to where they couldn't be vulnerable outside of the vulnerability. So then you'll have like the mothers lying to them about female nature in women and or they got cheated on by a girl when they were in high school, when they were a junior in high school. And so they never decide to deal with women in a same, in the same way again, or to give their heart so freely. Do you think it's up to them to heal themselves? Like get some fucking therapy. Um, I absolutely think that it is up to you to heal yourself. Um, however, we do know the stigmas surrounding mental health and men are far less likely than women are to seek mental health, um, professional help. Um, so yes, it is up to them. It is imp an important part of your growth journey for you to do the healing for you to, you know, um, for you to revisit those traumas and figure out what your triggers are. Um, but you know, on the other hand, we also know that um, there's a lower likelihood of men seeking that professional help than women. And that doesn't mean that it's still not their responsibility. But for me, 
I am just understanding to the fact that a lot of men are going to be reluctant to open up because of their mistrust, because they've seen vulnerability weaponized in a multitude of ways and or been the victim of their vulnerability being weaponized. But to your point, yeah, it is their responsibility to to heal from that. What are some other reasons that you think is causing the mistrust? So uh, another reason that I think is the fact that black men oftentimes feel as though there's no one standing in the gap for them. There's no one advocating for them. And they feel like that from from a young boy. There's no one advocating on their behalf and no one, you know, standing up for them. No one. Um, you know, protecting them from the time that they are young and that mm. trauma grows with them. Um, you know, why That's would you? Tr- and black men often say in this space that black women don't give a damn about a black man until he's slain in the street. And that goes to show you that they feel like no one is advocating for black men when they're alive, when they're here, when they're working hard, when they're doing their best, when they're, you know, grinding, when they're elevating, when they're, you know, um, you know, overcoming obstacles. No one is advocating for them while they're doing that. It's not until they're slain in the street that black women want to stand up and, you know, hold up signs saying, you know, um, say his name, you know. Wow. Um, shout out to Babe. He says, showing emotion as a man is a Pandora's box. You have to know your spouse you have to know the right amount of emotion, the right amount to show, if wow. you show any at all. That's interesting, babe. Um, I was just, I was reading that and I was thinking like, when you said you have to know the right amount to show, how do you calculate that? Um, and yeah, like how do you calculate the right amount to show and you know is it a thing that you you know if you if you show too much and like what do you fear the consequences will be um do y'all think it's like going to be a lack of respect if you are vulnerable especially if you're in relationships um because i feel like your relationship should be your safe place i if i can't go cry and complain to my spouse Mm -hmm. about the thing the ills of life then i personally i don't feel like there's a point to it like your your vow your partner you should have a home in your partner you should have a safe place in your partner to where you can be vulnerable and express yourself and i i I think that's interesting babe i think that's really interesting shout out to black wizard he says there is no relationship without vulnerability when men say i don't want to fight the world then come home and fight you they're essentially saying they want to let their guard down if you're not vulnerable, you're not honest. Black Wizard, I think that is spot on. I think that's I think that's, that's spot on. I agree. But um, if you think about it though, um, and even what Bro Curlin said, he said you have to know your spouse. That 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 hit me because he said like that is an indication that some men are in relationships and marriages and don't feel comfortable being vulnerable. But to black yeah. Yeah, you know, which is absolutely crazy to me. But to Black Wizard's point, um, 
like men are a lot of men are very guarded a lot of men do oh my gosh lots like the overwhelming majority are are like of of this mindset absolutely and And they're not going to be vulnerable because of their mistrust i'm i'm almost it's like you know it's not like i I didn't know these things before but i guess kind of seeing it play out and hearing it out loud is kind of different because um kit clouds is saying that your relationship is not a safe space. Wow. Why wouldn't your relationship be a safe space? And if Real it's talk. not a safe space, why are you with that person? That sounds like a trauma response, Kit Clouds. Like, for real. And I'm not being funny. Like, seriously, for a person, man or woman, to say your relationship is not a safe space, that tells me several things. One, that person has major trust issues. Two, that person has unhealed traumas that they need to um, resolve um, and or they're not going to be um, whole in a relationship. They they can't be their, their, their authentic selves because they're holding back. They're withholding their true feelings. They're afraid to be vulnerable. And that could be detrimental to any relationship. Um, um, babe says uh, the consequence is she loses respect and it's downhill from there. Do um, you really think women, do you think that happens when a man is vulnerable to a woman that she gets turned off, she finds it repulsing, she loses respect because he was vulnerable? Do you think that happens? It depends on what he's vulnerable about what he's vulnerable about and Kerlin was definitely right in you having to know your spouse if you come home from work and your boss has worked your nerves and you need to take a breather mm-hmm. but let's say your boss worked your nerves and you then you sitting there crying and shit mm-hmm. <laughs> see I'm laughing now because I'm like fuck you crying for I'm a sag and I'm just I can be um a bit insensitive to Certain things. That's certain true. things. That's true. I could be a bit insensitive. I don't need you to co-sign it though. No, I'm just we- saying I, I experience it every day. I, I experience it every day. That's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I could be a bit insensitive. Now, if you come home and you actually have like literal tears because you had like a bad day at work, to me, to me, it would be a, a bit excessive. But if you're sitting there crying, I'm going to have to break down and say, okay, it's probably something more than your boss getting on your nerves at work. And it's got to be an assortment of things as opposed to this one issue. Mm -hmm. I would kind of go into therapist mode myself, but that wouldn't cause me to lose respect for you unless, unless, because we have to keep it a buck too. If you cry because um it's a you 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 had a you got a flat tire and you start crying or um i made chicken instead of beef today yeah uh, and you you start physically you're like literally sitting there physically crying mm-hmm. i i would i it would dry me up it would yeah. it would cause me to lose some type of respect because yeah. i need you as the man to be the rational one i need and not to say that men shouldn't have a place to cry or right. whatever but i need you to be the logical one and if you're logical 
I'm not saying that you can't express emotion, but if you're logical, then your logic isn't going to have you crying about every little I agree thing. With that. And to and, be really honest, yeah, what you're saying is right. I I agree. Um, Kid Clouds was saying you're proving the point. Like a person who is crying because you fixed um a, a meal that he didn't want for dinner, like that's not rational. That's not logical. Exactly. That is a person who likely does need some serious therapy, and it could be that maybe like that's his state of being in the moment, but that's not his general. state state of being and he you know he needs to see somebody he's going through something and that is okay too for me personally like real talk i can't even lie i like a real strong man that does not mean that you can't be vulnerable with me i like for men to be vulnerable with me i encourage it but at the same time you can't be coming home crying to me every day like i'm gonna if we're married and we're we partnered and i know that's not your typical state of being i'm absolutely going to encourage um going to encourage therapy but i'm the only emotional one in the relationship just me <laughs> like you can't, it can't be a constant state of being for you like it, I, and it, I'm that thinking, that's 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 what i'm saying concrete yeah. it cannot be a constant state of being yeah. if it is a constant state of being then somewhere down the line you and i are going to switch roles mm-hmm. on who's the feminine and who's the masculine in that relationship in my opinion mm-hmm. my opinion yeah. so if you're always emotional and crying and stuff yeah i think i i think if it's a constant i think women will lose respect i do i do think women will yeah. lose respect but you know if um, you cry just real quick if you cried because your parents died or, or somebody died we get that I I would expect oh, you to come on now. That's different. Yeah. Yeah, but but then let me. Oh, I want you to ask here what you call it because let me just say this real quick and then I'll let you go. So, um, I will say this too. When um a man is for me, like if a person is overly emotional, whether it's man or even if it's a friend, um, I have to, I set a boundary with that because I'm an empath and literally I absorb the energy so much that it will consume me my entire day. I can't focus because I'm consumed. And sometimes it takes me a minute to figure out where am I feeling this heavy energy from? Why am I all of a sudden so sad? And then I'm like, damn, this person just dumped on me they emotionally dumped on me so that's not to say that you can't come to me but it can't uh, because and like it can't be a constant thing and i appreciate a little bit of prep uh, like you allowing me to prepare myself so saying hey girl i'm really going through something do you got a few minutes to talk and that way i can emotionally prepare myself or hey girl you know what i was telling you about earlier girl it happened and i gotta explain it to you or you know babe hey you know you got a few minutes because i gotta you know what like i i appreciate even if it's just a matter of minutes just to prepare myself because that is very heavy for me and it's hard for me to put into words but literally it will have me in tears um let me read the super chat a shout out to black wizard again thank you so much black wizard he says men in the space believe femininity is natural to a woman if that's true masculinity is natural for men so i don't understand why we think we'll become a babbling baby when we express ourselves it's nonsense so what i was gonna ask and i'm glad you said that do men have enough space if they are having a bad day at work and they do want to cry, should they be able to do 
and and be able to express that type of emotions when they are going through things as they're going through it. Like if they are an emotional person, should they be ex- be able to express that and be able to express that free without um people explaining that as uh, yeah, BAN-ist. absolutely. But don't get me wrong, they should be able to express that. But just like I'm an emotional person, far less emotional than I was when I was younger. Oh my gosh, it was annoying when I was younger. I'm an emotional person, but I would respect a person who can't handle my emotionality, who feels like my emotion, me being so emotional is um, is too much for them. Like I, like if we're getting, cause you're gonna know off the bat that I'm, I'm fairly emotional and not if I'm just going through something. And that doesn't mean I'm always crying. I have a range of emotions, but um, if you say, oh, that's not something I can deal with. That's too much for me. Like um, you, me, you know, you expressing your emotions all the time. Cause I mean, that's what I mean when I say I'm emotional, I'm expressive about my emotions. Everybody is emotional in the sense that we experience a range of emotions, but I'm going to tell you what I'm feeling and I want to talk about it and I want to elaborate on it. So that's what I mean. But if that is too much for someone, they get to say that's too much for me. So some people just aren't equipped to handle a, you know, a person being so expressive about their emotions and it's too much for them. And that is okay. That's not, um, you know, it's not an affront uh, on you. It's not, it's not, um, you know, I mean, you can be offended in the moment by it, but I think that, you know, you should respect that. And it's probably for the best if that person can't handle it, that they bow out now, as opposed to you getting, forming a stronger connection with the person. And then they bow out when you're in a real bad time of need. So, yeah, that's how I feel about it. But yes, a man should be offered space to express himself um, and whatever that looks like. Interesting. Um, UFO kamikaze. That's an interesting question because the, he said kind of makes me wonder how teardrop tats became, became considered masculine. That's a really, really good question. Um, the teardrops actually are supposed to represent, um, somebody that you killed in, in gang culture. Yeah, maybe it's like their fa- like you bring in tears to their family. I don't know. How, maybe I, I that's a that's that's something never to research. Thought about it. yeah i never thought about that either and shout out to black wizard again he says i think it's a misnomer to think that to think most men will naturally lean into crying given the fact they feel comfortable expressing themselves i maybe crying is a bit excessive but yeah. how far we can a man yeah, we were using yeah. an ex- like an extreme example of like to, as as if to say there is a limit to how much one might be able to take. Of course, most men aren't going to be crying. Like if you are in that state, there's likely maybe something going on with you. Um, and it may be something temporary, but there's likely something going on. We were using an extreme example just to say that there is a boundary, that we're not being unrealistic and just saying, yeah, no matter what, how emotional you are, or what your range of emotion uh, includes. Yeah, I'm, it's, I'm open. Come bring it on. Bring, bring it on here. So we did use an extreme example. We know that that's not how most men operate. Um, shout out to Black Wealth and Power. He says, I strongly recommend that men not be vulnerable in relationships. It almost never ends well. Men go to therapy if you need to. Your woman isn't your therapist. So that's interesting as hell. Like yeah, I'm almost like being that, mind blown. Yeah, what you think about it? It's like, okay. Your relationship probably won't end because you were vulnerable in that relationship 
relationships in for an assortment of reasons. I've never heard most women ending their relationships because their man was too vulnerable. Now, if the relationship takes a turn and y'all get into it, I will definitely say that women will sometimes use that shit against you. We will. Not me. I, I don't I don't I don't like that. And I don't feel like you should be able to like if you're my, I guess I, I feel like my relationship is super sacred to me. And like I my relationship is my safe place. That's a safe place for me. That's my safe place. And you know, I, I'm I'm sure Kerlin feels the same way. But that's not why your relationships are ending. And then if you cannot talk to your partner, the person that you lay down with, the person that you entered into that business contract with, I mean, what's the point? Yeah, you should. I feel like men should. I feel like everybody should have a therapist anyway. But um, you should be able to go to your woman and to rationalize some things with her, talk some things out and be able to express yourself. I, 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 I that's how I feel about it. I just, I, it's so crazy to me. Like what? Yeah, you can't that's pretty wild to me. I wouldn't want a relationship where a man did not feel safe to come to me. Um, oh. My husband, you know, we talk about everything and my husband can express his emotions to me and his emotions. When I say his emotions, that doesn't necessarily mean crying. Maybe he's pissed off about something. My, my husband is, you know, he's a lion, baby. Listen, something will piss him off and baby, he's going to come and talk to me about it. And I'm glad that he does. And we talk about it and we like, oh, you know, we examine it through and just kind of sh share my perspective maybe on what mm -hmm. happened. And I'm typically the person which this drives him up a wall and a lot of well some people find it uh, you know annoying but i'm typically the person like well babe you know did they mean it like this or i'm trying to offer a different perspective and sometimes he just want me to listen and to support him and and i'm okay with that too but you know my partner has to feel comfortable coming and expressing uh, his emotions to me and i feel comfortable expressing mine we use an extreme example but like when, like when we talked about someone not being able to cry and how I, when i said for me, that wouldn't work. You always being overly emotional. And I, if I feel like you can't handle your emotions, that wouldn't work for me. But I am Facts. the emotional one and I'm not even doing that to my partner. Facts. It's very rare. I, I am very, um, I try to control my surroundings so much so that I barely rarely, excuse me, have an emotional response to something because I have a pretty controlled, structured life. Um, I think I'm probably the most emotional around my husband than I am anybody. And, you know, that probably is surprising because I'd be like, nah, I'm, you know, but I, I feel like I should, I should be able to, uh, have that type of relationship with my spouse to where I'm able to express myself. If something pisses me off, um, if something makes me sad or whatever, I should be able to come to my husband and express that. I feel like he should have that same courtesy without yeah. that being exploited. Um, that's, Oh, this shit is like so crazy to me. But you know what? I think this is an uncomfortable uh, conversation for men to have because we're stuck on this and we haven't even laid out the other points, but I'm glad because I like organic, the, the way that the conversation is moving organically, but oh. this is a tough part. You know, this is tough for a lot of men and I understand why, because there is a big 
barrier to trusting women as it relates to this specific portion of the discussion when we talk about men and their ability to be vulnerable with them and express their emotions this is big that's what that means that's why we're spending so much time on it um a shout out to mr Curlin. hey babe he says i saw a chick flip on her dude that got her out of a situation that she instigated called him a b-a-n for not facing the facing those four dudes she got into it with. So was he supposed to take the ass whipping, LOL? Um, it's interesting, and you brought about another great point. I also think that one of the reasons that men do have a distrust for women is because of some of the situations that men, that women will put men in, and this being a good example. You get into it with your man, then you call your brothers over. You ain't told your brothers that you didn't slap the man, you didn't spit in his face, you didn't bleached all his clothes, you didn't smash his car windows out, you didn't even pinch the damn baby. And you ain't told your brothers all of this. So then when your brothers go and whoop this guy's ass, and then two weeks later you're back with him, I think that would also cause a uh, cause re cause reasons for men to distrust um us as well um yeah i think I, that I, was a great point yeah i can see that too um yeah i i can't even i can't even rationalize that i, I don't even have a response for it because i can't rationalize it. it it's stupid stupid behavior very juvenile immature you know dumb yeah um do you have any more reasons yeah go ahead so um the other reason that i think black men have and have issues trusting black women is the weaponization of the white man uh, weaponization of the government in a multitude of ways and women may disagree when i say weaponizing because we know women like to tout that stat about a woman being abused every f five minutes mm. so when i say weaponization of course i'm talking about the police i'm talking about the court system i'm talking about the child support courts um and i'm talking about people weaponizing it truly weaponizing it not going down and filing child support because your child's father is not being financially responsible but i'm gonna put you on child support since you got a new girlfriend you know I'm I'm going, you know, doing it out of Facts. spite, you know, calling that like, and I, I have several people in my life that work in law enforcement. So these are things that I've actually had conversations with that are just like, wow. Like when I say the police being weaponized, a woman literally called the police because her and her partner were arguing over the bills and he threw the bills up in the air and one of the pieces of paper came down and hit her a piece of a piece of paper. And then when he was caught off the jail, oh no, I don't want him to go to jail. I just wanted him to admit that he threw the papers up. Like what, you called the police. What did you think was gonna happen? Now that's simple assault. Like that's what I mean by weaponizing the police because you're not getting your way. You're calling the police to settle an argument and it results in the man being carted off to jail. You know, like, like actually weaponizing them, not when people call them for good reasons. Someone is abusing you and you call the police. That's not what I'm referring to. Um, if you don't give me my car, if you don't do this, like I've seen videos, a number of videos on TikTok where a man is um, 
uh, trying to get his child from a woman and maybe she's the primary custodian, but she calls the police, you know, and he is well within his rights. He just wants to see his child. He was promised to be able to see his child. This is his weekend to see his child. Just I'm talking about literally abusing the system. Yes, that is a very prominent reason as to why men have a mistrust of black black men have a mistrust of black women. What are your thoughts on that one? I think that is a great, great, great point because what you said is absolute facts. That's true. That's what, you know, we've seen it. It happens. That happens a lot. Um, More than a lot of women would care to admit to, but they do weaponize the system against men. Um, Soon as they get mad, they call somebody. They'll start some shit and call somebody. Um, And I think when men start to recognize that type of manipulation, And it's kind of like when you see some shit for like the first time, you're like, wow, wow. So I see how they do that. Um, That type of shit lingers in the back of a man's brain. Like, okay, she started the shit, but then she called the cops on me like I did something and Mm -hmm. look at the situation I'm in now. Um, So I think that's a great, great point. And the thing is, I've seen so many women do it and they know a lot of men have a fear of the black men have have a fear of the police for, yep. for you know, and, and this for valid reasons, the police, you know, those situations never go in well. So they'll they'll threaten like if you don't give me the, like literally weaponizing it, you, I'll call the police and they know literally that this man don't no black man want to deal with the police. None, you know, so, you know, that's what I mean by weaponizing it, even threatening to do it so that you can get your way to get him to do something that you, you know, it's just, you know, I, I, calling the police because even if even if it's a you have a valid reason for being upset at a man, but you call the police to um, to to enforce, to be your enforcer. Maybe he cheated on you. Maybe he did cheat. So now you want him out your house. So you call the police. I, I want him out. That's not how that works. This is a civil matter. You don't call the police to put him out because he did something that you are upset about. That's not how the system works. And literally, they use it as a threat. They use it to you know, manipulate situations. And that's why, again, some men have a problem with, you know, trusting black women. Um, Another one, go ahead. Did you want to say something? Uh, Yeah, I had one. Um, The, another reason why men don't trust women is they see what your friends do. Um, Mm. If you hanging out with your whole friends and your whole friends is running around having trains and shit or she with a different dude every night and um she thawing it up she she having a hot girl summer they have a fear that okay well why are you so associated with this person who has these type of morals or non-morals and non-standards for themselves like why are you around this person and so when men see what your friends do you are your you are your closest five friends you are your circle you are your circle and if your circle is involved in drama bullshit scamming scheming fucking this nigga over here with that dude you getting fluid out over here he is going to have to look at you and say well why are you so attracted to this type of energy and what what involvement do you have in that you know a lot of women will try to oh well you know that's just my friend i don't get down like that i ain't nothing like her but you know and and personally i think women do too much pillow talking with Mm -hmm. their men that's true way too much pillow talking with with their men um especially for shit that you ain't you ain't, ain't got nothing to do with you but 
um, I think when women pillow talk like that, that will give a man cause not to trust your ass either because mm. you do that. That's your, that is your friend. You yeah. do hang out with her. You do talk to her on a constant basis. So you birds of a feather flock together. And I think that's another one that will make a man not trust you. That's interesting because I don't necessarily believe that, but I can understand where the where Notion. where that will cause a question in a man's mind because all of my friends are completely different. Now I may have stuff in common with my friends, but I have friends who are quote unquote free spirits and who date and date a lot. <laughs> and then I have friends who haven't been on a date in 10 years and they're single and, you know, they have a different type of drama going on. Or So I, I do have things in common with my friends, but it may not necessarily be their whole activities. It may be that, you know, most of the interesting thing is most of my friends in Atlanta, the overwhelming majority of them are friends that I met at work. So that's how we came to meet and we clicked for whatever reason and gotcha. had these long lasting friendships. But I do get why men would question that. But I also don't think my husband is anything like his friends. We both have that counseling spirit. So our friends typically will come to us and we offer counsel. But right. I get why, why people think that. Yeah. Um, shout out to Charles Merchant. Hey, Charles. He says she uses hood dudes to control the hood. <laughs> she uses the police to control the hood. Dude. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very interesting. Y'all be thinking like some women is like Griselda <laughs> Blanco out here. Like, yeah, they do. Like, really and truly. Oh, my gosh. Yes, they do. They run around here dating um, uh, Gangsta Boo and the Lady of Rage oh, and shit. Like, I'm trying to what, what's really going on? Yes, Gangsta Boo, baby. Listen, um, I did have another one. Another reason that I think there is a mistrust for black men is the abuse of power. And what I mean by abuse of power is when a woman is holding you down for whatever reason, maybe you were injured and you were out of work for a period of time. And as a result, she will weaponize that against you. Maybe the house is in her name. Maybe you paying the bills, but the house is in her name. Um, she will absolutely abuse that. And when she get pissed at you, you got to go, despite the fact that you're paying the bills. Even in like in Georgia, I feel Mr. like you're attacking me. But in Georgia, even if the house is in your name, if the woman calls and alleges that you abused her and the police arrest you, you got to go despite the fact that the house is and you will like they'll grant her a temporary restraining order. So regardless of if the house is in her name or not. But typically what you know what I mean by that is when they have um, when you're supposed to be trusting them to hold you down and to, to to rock with you and they have the opportunity to show that they're in your corner oftentimes you'll see them abusing that power and that causes mistrust mm. good points very mm -hmm. good points yeah. um shout out to andrew wilkins he says black men obvious obviously beat women the least <laughs> babe i'm tired oh my gosh Wow. The way Aisha Curry and Jada disrespect really? their husbands display that. Mm -hmm. Even though Aisha is mixed, she undermines <laughs> him in Jada fashion. <laughs> Being high value ain't enough. Listen, um, um, I'm not even surprised because look who look who, who, who typed that. I'm going to be honest. It do look like Aisha run her relationship. It does. 
does, but are they reflective of most men, most black men? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think that you can use Will and Steph Curry to like most of the black men I know. They're nothing like them. Even if they weren't um, athletes and didn't have the fame, they would probably still be outliers in, in different ways. Especially Steph Curry, like he in church, he's spiritual. These fools don't know when the last time they had a conversation with God. Um, yeah, I just think that they're different. Yeah, maybe we could use like AI for example, or like Draymond, or like <laughs> I mean, we got to use some other people like Steph and um Will. Yeah, I, I think that they're outliers. Um, let me ask you a question: Do you think a woman's thirst for attention will cause her man to distrust her? Absolutely. I can absolutely see a woman being attention starved and, you know, um, engaging in certain behaviors because she desires the attention of other men. Yeah, for sure. That's a, a reason why a man would have a problem, you know, trusting. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think that too. Um, shout out to Black Wizard again. Thank you, Black Wizard. He says another reason is we don't see a lot of women in the community standing up against their friends when Ooh. they have disagreement. Oh, they ain't calling Child it out. We'll call it out. Sin. Yes. Um, I will say. I'm definitely not one of those friends. Me and my friends won't talk for weeks, months. Mm -hmm. Um, cause if I feel like you want some BS, I'm like, bitch, don't call me with this shit. I don't want to hear this. I like, yeah. I will let you know, yeah. um, where I think you're wrong at. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll be able to come back in the middle at some point. Mm -hmm. But if I feel like you want some BS, I'm just like, you know, sometimes I'm, I, I, sometimes I can listen to it. Sometimes I'd be tired. Like, I don't, I don't care. Um, but I think he has a super valid point, that but is. it usually comes from the women that feel inferior to their friends. If they won't stand up to their friends there, it's because they feel inferior and the friend, the friend that they won't stand up to is the queen bee or quote, yeah. they feel like the woman is ahead of them. I agree, especially that? at our age. Like, I, I definitely tell my friends, like, and I know my friend. First off, I just told y'all how objective I am and how I'm always offering the other perspective, even when it's not warranted. I do that with my friends, maybe, or I'll be like, friend, you know, you shouldn't have handled it like that. Like, you know, think about this, this, and that. And as a man, you know, you got to respect it. Like, listen, I have a friend, baby, she'd be going through it with her man. And I'm always like, yeah, I get what you're saying, but understand where he coming from as a man. Like I am always the voice of reason with my friend. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely, I, I told y'all I do the same thing with my daughters. That's who I am as a person. It has, you know, it's who I am, period. So yeah, but that was a good one. I do have a couple one. more too. Go ahead, oh. Concrete. Okay, so the next one is um, the fact that women flip the script. The fact Ooh. that the way you, the, the, the woman that you met may not be the woman that you end up with. So mm. you met her, she was sweet. You met her representative. She landed on thick. She's, you know, cooking for you, baking, you know, checking in on you, texting you, sending you the flirty texts and because she's trying to get you. <laughs> and once she got you, it's like, I ain't doing all that. What you buy for dinner? I don't feel like cooking. I don't even really like to cook like that. So women flipping the script. And, and we've even seen it as it really, we can even talk talk about it outside of relationships. Like the men in this space have complained that women, 
that, then that's why they've had a hard time adjusting to us and then, you know, accepting that we're being genuine because women have come to the space and they've been um, male identified and pro-black man. And then, you know, um, once something happens, they flip the script and it's F black men and they wage the war against black men. So, yeah, I think that is a great point. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to say they uh, another reason is uh, the mothers of these women in relationships and how mothers uh, will have control over uh, the woman's household. So as opposed to running to your man, you run to your mama when you and your man get into it and your mama is all up in y'all shit. Mm -hmm. And I think um, letting outside influences into your relationship Ooh, will cause yeah. a man not to distrust you. Yeah. Or cause a man to distrust you. Yeah. Rather. Um, so I thought that was a good one, like letting outside influences into your relationship. Absolutely um okay i got one baby this this a doozy though this 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 a doozy let me brace myself another reason why black men have a hard time trusting black women is they saw the ish they mama did i know that's unpopular i know folks don't Your like mama black. It, but i gotta put it out there mama was taking you you had a bunch of uncles i'll say that you had a bunch of uncles. Mama was taking you with her to do her dirty deeds. Mama was taking the family car to get repaired and she disappeared with Mr. Leo for a while, came out and her lipstick was smeared. Mama was uh, throwing daddy out because the section eight was in her name. Mama was gossiping on the phone all day to her friends about how daddy ain't really ish and he ain't holding it down. Mama was an advocate for the black man ain't ish message and you constantly heard it and you look just like your daddy. You went through the trauma of being berated and called out your name and disrespected and mama was not was the person that should have been advocating for you and wasn't and as a result you don't trust black women. Oh girl. Girl, not uncle coming in the house and buying all the children McDonald's and then going to the back room. <laughs> listen. Oh, child. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. Listen. Mama oh. is a big reason. We all like Mama to is mama. probably the biggest reason because <laughs> um and you know Men really, really love their mamas, mama's and mama can do no wrong. Yes, honey, mm -hmm. you didn't mm -hmm. opened up. Now you didn't opened up Pandora's box because you can't tell about their mama. I know. Mama is the god, the goddess that nobody's supposed to talk about. But we can't have this discussion and not not um, talk about the discuss the fact that mama is a prominent reason for black men not trusting black women. You are exactly right um, <laughs> because mama did not offer the protection nor <laughs> the provision needed um, as a single mom to run that household. Absolutely. And when children see too much, um, that will definitely cause children not to trust you and then and, and or they'll emulate your behavior. So I, girl, you came with something then, honey, that... <laughs> Listen, that was spicy, honey. We can't deny it. That's 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 a big influence, I think. You know, like really and truly, 
Mama is the first woman that shaped your views of women, of black women. Yes. You know, mama is the first black queen that 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 you saw, you know, emulate behavior that you are going to associate with black women. So that's going to be a primary driving force, especially growing up, especially until you've gained your own relationship experience and been out in the world and, and, and been able to um, congregate with other men and, you know, kind of share stories and share experiences with other men, that's going to be one of the biggest influences. And it's the primary reason why men... Especially if you have not ever seen your mom challenged or, mm -hmm. um, you know, doing anything and none of that shit, all her shit goes unchecked. But yeah. you're seeing this and you're seeing dudes in and out of her life mm -hmm. that will definitely cause you to distrust women. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's the biggest reason. I, the girl, you blew, yeah. you blew that And up a lot there. of men will never admit that. Mama is still sacred to them. Mama is running their relationship from her house, from her um, nursing home, wherever she may be. Mama's still running things. Mama's still telling you, oh, that girl don't know how to cook. I don't like the way she washed your whites uh she don't season the pork chops right mama is still is still impressing upon you what the black woman is wow yeah wow uh shout out to black wizard he says one more and i'm done sponsoring the stream lol <laughs> she won't concede to valid points or won't apologize when she knows she's done something out of line black wizard i just grabbed the air Grab it, grab it, Gra yes, grab the grab air. It. <laughs> if you are dealing with a woman who is the spoiled type and she has to have her way with any and everything, um, I also think that will cause her to lose respect for you because, <laughs> child, this pick me is is in me like a beast today. Mm -hmm. Forgive me, uh, mm -hmm. sisterhood, because I'm about to say something. <laughs> Some of y'all are like children. And if you let a child have too much candy, of course that child is going to be sick. And sometimes you have to tell your woman, no, 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 and no. No, you can't have this. No, you, you don't need that right now. No, we have this to do. No, we have to do la, 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 la. You sometimes have to tell your woman no. If you are letting your woman walk all over you and every time she tell you and, and, and she, let's say she did something wrong and she is manipulative as hell and she won't apologize to you and then your ignorant ass go over there and apologize just so she'll let your ass back in the bed she already got you in some panties bro you might as well go get you a matching bra and uh, model that victoria's secret for her because you the bitch in a relationship um, yeah so um if she is a person that won't concede to valid points or apologize especially when she is out of line um yeah you ain't gonna be able to trust her because she is not if she knows that she's wrong and she won't even have the rationale to concede to that yeah ain't gonna work out um so i i would have to agree with that i think that black wizard that was a that was a he been coming baby you may be yes he was like he should have been up here with us listen you coming with the, with the points that we need to lay out that is a good one because 
absolutely. How can a man trust you when you won't acknowledge your own faults, when you always have to be right and can't take a step back and everything has to result in the argument? You don't know how to pick your battles and you know, you're not accountable for any of that. That is going to that 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 is um a way in which you can destroy the relationship, but it will absolutely impact his ability to trust you and to trust other black women. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, if your woman ain't turned on by you, doesn't matter your status. Aisha didn't start dating Steph till after being on Hannah Montana acting, um, Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana acting failed her and Jada stated Will was never her type of dude to date. <laughs> um, that's interesting as well. It's crazy because they still have, they're still married. They're mm -hmm. still together in those relationships. Will seems like the most miserable man on earth at this point, mm -hmm. but Will say he holding on child in, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, think? it is. He said that they're soulmates, you know, um, that they have a spiritual connection. I think she has fed that new age shit to Will so much. Yeah. She got um, her crystals over there talking about, come on, I'm, I'm out, I need to align my root chakra and convince this man. And Will got a weak ass root, root <laughs> chakra if he still, his, his root chakra is the shit that he, girl, don't get me started. Wow. Um, Cause yeah, baby, it ain't right. But yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that's a that's good, Andrew. Thank you. You have any more? Um, that's it, really. Okay, I don't have any more. What do you want to do, girl? Let me see. I'm just making sure I don't have anything else. Um, another reason though that a lot of black men have issues trusting black women because black men believe that secretly black women all want a white man and when you what? see black yes that black, you hear them in this chat when you see black women um with their messaging black women the reason that black men don't trust black women is because when they get with the black man i mean when they get with a white man um their disposition towards black men um their their desire to look down on black men their desire to berate black men talk about what they ain't did what they can't do that they ain't building um and you know that causes a lack of trust i saw an interesting TikTok where a woman was absolutely disgusting it was a black woman and a white man and they were in idaho and he said um i told y'all idaho's not that racist i just saw a black man stranded on the side of the road and i was gonna stop and let him in but my wife said and looked at her and she says there's only room for one nigger in here and she went on and they doing this little dance song and dance and she's like plus he might rob us blind and just saying all these disgusting things absolutely nothing funny about you're trying to get a viral moment or whatever maybe that's how you truly feel but for women to speak like that to say such disgusting things to say you know we should abort black male babies they get with a white man and feel as though their ice is colder that they're one step closer to heaven because they with this white man and then the way that they berate and 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 look down on black men as a result of course black men ain't gonna trust white uh, black women um i think another reason is in support of too much sisterhood rhetoric oh good one yes absolutely absolutely um, 
your woman sitting around listening to Cynthia G, Crystalline Karazin. Um, she is into her dark femininity. She is a feminist to her heart, soul, and mind. Um, she feels like she is more important than you. Um, she has an overestimated, excuse me, an over-exaggerated um, self-importance. You know, she she's important. She's the one in the relationship. She's mm -hmm. the main one. And if she is sitting around listening to these women and these women have a hatred or a disdain for black men, I also think that should cause you to distrust her because what is your goals? What you trying to do? Especially if you're listening to these hoes and excuse me, these chicks at nauseum. Um, so I think that would be something um, really interesting. Absolutely. And that ties right into the black woman's, um, uh buying into hook line and sinker buying into feminism and proudly pushing feminist messaging um proudly you know supporting and advocating for the me too movement not um you know unjustly in in, in situations and or um uh supporting uh allegations against black men with no evidence um you know calling for uh, uh calling black men toxic making black men out to be monsters pushing white supremacy narrative that black men are thugs and monsters and pookies and don't take care of their children and are awful people and are shiftless and lazy and all those things those are also reasons as to why they don't trust black women Absolutely. Shout out to DJ Knopf. Um, he says, you cannot trust these women. They be stealing a change out of the, cons <laughs> the center console yeah. of your car to buy roll up oh, smoke with Pookie in them. That's not the chicks, Yeah, where you know. get her from, homeboy? That's what I want to know. Where, where you, you get, get her from? Because she from the corner and Listen, I don't own her. Take her back. I got another one. What More life got? choices. Black Ooh. women and they're them having you know a long line a history of poor life choices um which shows that your decision making is trash and how can i trust a woman whose decision making is trash not only do they have poor life choices but a lot of women have poor life choices and they still feel a sense of entitlement to the best that man has to offer and they're insistent upon them you know the fact that they believe they deserve that so that's another reason why they ain't choice you know they don't trust like if if you know you have a series of like and that's not to say you know people people f up you know what i mean like you know right. you, yeah you made a poor decision and that resulted in whatever a child that resulted in you sleeping with a married man that resulted in you you know stealing you you know whatever um yeah but but a series of those poor choices you know that that is a uh, testament to your character and who you are or who you were at some point in time and as a result they're going to be reluctant to trust you sis that is an excellent one concrete you came up with something in girl Thank you. uh <laughs> shout out to demetrius uh he says you forgot blm and what its leader did mm -hmm. <laughs> Still. Um, you know what uh city girl culture mm -hmm. and you know the art the being able to finesse guys and mm. you know yes. women are buying into that shit hook line and sinker mm -hmm. that will definitely cause a man to not trust your ass like damn you told me the weave was uh six hundred dollars but 
when you get when I get there and and you know I, I seen such and such and she told me she went there and she got the same style she told me she paid two hundred yeah. or you telling the man your nails cost one hundred and fifty dollars when you getting um a forty dollars done you know what I'm saying like yeah. lying lying you know, will cause men to distrust your ass but you know what too the, the the thing about that is that they so open with it blatant with it public with it yes finesse yes. dudes yes get what you can get the bad girl get him for all he got da, 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 da. like they're proudly publicly boasting about their their stories of finessing and encouraging other women to jump on the bandwagon and do the same like who gonna trust that who gonna trust you after that um yeah i i think that i got a question for you though what's up speaking of that because we talk about how public they are as it relates to the finesse culture and pushing that messaging do you think that the internet is a reason why black men have a hard time trusting black women because so much is exposed on the internet and it's you know like all the effery is so open black men can readily and easily um confer with other black men about their experiences with black women and the internet is causing mistrust of black women yes because while we while we can be anonymous on here there's still a thought process that all these anonymous people have bought into and it's being expressed on every single platform. So we thought Facebook was the thing. And when we started the red pill stuff, I was on Facebook when red pill came into play. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next thing I know, I look on YouTube and O'Shea's page, I think was the first page that I came across. And I was like, what, you know, like what, what the hell mm -hmm. they were talking about their experiences with dealing with single moms at the time. And it wasn't pleasant when you have such an open spot and everybody can say whatever they want to say. And it's so many people it's on so many different platforms. And a lot of the same thought processes are being expressed by men and women, whether it's good or bad. I definitely think it opens it up all the way so you can see exactly what's going on. Because at one point, you know, like the Internet is like the town square now and everything is visible to everybody so at one point we didn't know our neighbors thought processes about a certain thing but if you go on every platform and you have everybody on these different platforms expressing um certain thoughts and feelings about everything that will definitely cause people to have uh to oh hold up to 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 get some some resistance like hold up i don't yeah. know about all that i don't know if i should trust that because um men men and women are outlining their experiences but i also think it's at a detriment yeah i, I can see that i agree with that okay shout out to black wizard again he says i lied <laughs> another one another one another one um mm -hmm. he says you openly disrespect men in your life without any regard for company and you display Ooh. some level of disgust for yourself oh black wizard you're preaching say that mm. pastor he done took that life coach course and oh, honey he been on turning this shit up give me that course that you uh <laughs> that you took <laughs> let me know <laughs> 
Um, Black Wizard, that is perfect. Absolutely. His homeboys come over, you walking around in your booty shorts, uh, mm. you ain't clean, you ain't got no um to yourself, you just oh. You know, you don't take care of yourself. Men don't trust that. Men like shit that's in order, that's in line. Um, That's That's together. Men like that. And uh, to piggyback off of that, um, you're not taking proper care of your children. You don't even take care of the children or young people in your care. How can I trust you to be good to me and I see you mistreating out of negligence small children who are helpless in your care? Baby, listen, they got so many reasons. Black Wizard hit the nail on the head though. If you are disrespecting men in your life and in front of their company, in front of their friends, in front of their business partners, what have you, how can I trust you? Like, how am I supposed to, like, how do you come back from that one? But how do I, how can I ever trust you um, and and be vulnerable with you when, you know, you are disrespecting me and embarrassing me in front of other men? Yeah. Facts. Hey, Naima. Um, And shout out to Andrew Wilkins again. He says, black women act more tolerable when they're with these thug dykes also. (laughs) Lord have mercy. I'm tired, baby. I'm tired. He Mm -hmm. says, I've seen studs flirt with men in front of their chicks and these bras just accepted. Child, did I ever tell you the story of when I went to the grocery store one time and it's quick and it was one of my classmates, but she was a stud and Mm -hmm. she was, uh, you know, had reached into like you know, like to give me like a, you know, like the church mama hug and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Solomon had pushed the girl away, like, get away from my mama. Oh, wow. Okay. That just kind of no, brought me back to that. But that. Um, I think that is an interesting point. Um, that's interesting. That's interesting. I don't know what to say about So, that. I mean, I don't either. When that they're more tolerable when they're with studs. Um, uh, I don't know. I think that that's interesting too. And I don't know what it is that prompts that. What, why, uh, you know, I mean, I guess you can't really. Maybe because they about, don't think the studs want the men. So they don't care. Yeah. I don't know. If Voice that's trailing off, I don't know. Child. I don't know how much, you know, if there's any merit to that, but maybe too, like you can't really talk about a studs member. It's plastic. I mean, you can't really, baby. You can't. I'm about to log off. You can't off. really emasculate a woman. You can't emasculate another woman. That's why you're small. <laughs> That's why you, you, you. Um, you know, I took the batteries out that toy in your book bag. <laughs> you like it's not. It's not going to give the same effect. It's not going to have the same effect that it will when you're talking to a man. Yeah, I'm just saying. Oh, I'm like your batteries. <laughs> I know. I'm listening. I'm trying to tell you, baby. Look. Um. Oh, yeah. God. I don't know. Shout out to KP from KC Five. He says black women kneel to Mr. Charlie, hmm. but neck popping at Chris. Oh Lord. <laughs> not kneeling to Mr. Charlie. I absolutely. I've always like strongly rejected 
that notion of black women worshiping white men. I hate it. It's like so cringe, but I see it. So, you know, I'm no longer, I mean, it still ooh, really gets under my skin, but literally I just gave you an example of this idiot broad that was, you know, doing that on TikTok. So yeah, yeah. I know it exists. Um, a shout out to Nick Tau Javon. <sighs> Why are y'all like this? First of all, Black Wizard has a whole wife, a beautiful wife, beautiful family. Uh, a man's reason, um, a man's voice, it doesn't shouldn't give him reason to distrust women. Clearly, he's lucky in love. He found him a winner, and they have a wonderful uh, marriage and a child. Like, come on! While you sitting there having to rub another one out, Nick. Yeah, come on. Like, this man got a whole wife. Clearly, she don't mind that voice. Uh, clearly, she turned on by that voice. He said, yeah. uh, somebody like it. Shoot. Yeah, that part. Shout out to Andrew Wilkins again. He says, yes, a Black Planet, Pornhub, World Star, Connect Pal, OnlyFans, and IG Live during the pandemic has shown the true thought nature <laughs> most Black women have. I don't think you can say most Black women, though. Why were you on all of those <laughs> things? Do you have, like, a little problem or something, Andrew? Listen. Andrew, you could have a little probably problem. probably their favorite customer. They favorite if customer. you, if you... If you own there, Andrew, because that's a lot of that's a lot of sites to be on. You know he is. Andrew, mm -hmm. you got to watch out, buddy. You got oh, to watch out. Mm -hmm. You gonna end up in a with a habit. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, you got to. We got to. I don't know, friend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know, friend. Whoa. That's a lot of that's a lot of subscription. And it is, and it is. Andrew, be like this shit. I ain't never even heard of before. Like, what's Connect Pal? I, I ain't never heard of it either. Mm -mm. Maybe that's that uh, Maryland shit. I don't know. What's up with that, Andrew? He know all of the. It's probably something on the dark web or something, child. But Andy know about it. <laughs> he got him a membership. He got that membership. <laughs> Black Wizard, I am fucking weak. Oh my gosh. Black... <laughs> Tell him, Black Wizard. Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the Mac, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Go fix my dinner because you know a pimp needs to be you know how they be talking fast. <laughs> he whisper pimping. I like it. I like ah! it. I like it. You hear me? I am done. You hear me? <laughs> wow. Girl. That's all I got, girl. Yeah, uh, well, I got two. I think we have had a pretty extensive list that we highlighted in relation to why black men might possibly have valid reasons for, you know, uh, not trusting black women. And, you know, of course, this list is not all inclusive. In addition, it doesn't pertain to all black women. That should go without saying. But there are enough examples that we can pull from where we've seen these things happen in real time we've seen them happen and be posted on the internet we've 
watched, you know, um, we've all had nuanced experiences where maybe we've seen a number of these things, these examples play out. And, you know, it's a reason like, you think black men aren't taking mental notes, black boys, because it's like some of these things go back to their boyhood. Yep. And um, that doesn't affect and impact how they view black women because it does. And it's unfortunate. And of course, we know on the flip side, there are reasons that black women might have not to trust black men. We know that, but that's not this particular show. Um, but, you know, it's something to consider. The, you know, when you find a man and you dig him and you wondering why he ain't open up or why he, you know, has a mistrust for black women. And we have highlighted that it's his responsibility to get the healing that he needs. But consider some of the things that we laid out. It's too many examples as to why, um, you know, that trust has been broken to, to um, not at least consider why he might be a little hesitant to open up into trust. Okay, you sound a little like Quetatron, um right yeah. now. Um, but yeah, I think the the list was pretty solid. Definitely not all inclusive, but it was it was a pretty good list. Um, I don't have anything else. I don't either. Um, this was good. I, like I said, I thought the list spoke for itself. Can you hear me now? Am I still boarding? Yes, exactly. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm over it. Okay, I'll even close this up. Well, thank you guys so much for coming through and supporting the stream. Please hit the like button if you have not hit the like button. And um, Big Truck said you got that Obama phone, baby. I'm on my computer, actually, not on a phone at all whatsoever. Okay, girl, we are getting ready to close it out. Um... Thank you so much, uh, guys, for coming through. Hit the like button on your way out. If you did not, uh, if you're not subscribed, I, I promise you, you, you just go ahead and subscribe. Stop unsubscribing and resubscribing. You're going to come back. Um, being concrete, like the most interesting women in the space, like for real. Give us our props. Um, <laughs> you was killing me. <laughs> Did you sound like a real fag? <laughs> I it on purpose. Don't talk no more. Okay. Um, but yeah, subscribe because I want y'all to be able to catch it because y'all know when we do stuff, y'all be talking about this shit for years, months, weeks, whatever. And I don't want y'all to miss out. So just stay tuned. Um, thank you guys for coming through. I really appreciate y'all. Um, have a great night. We are out. Thank <laughs> you.